Hey, welcome to the Wildscast. Just finished an amazing interview with Chaim Ghazali. Uh, Chaim is an Israeli MMA fighter. They call him the Israeli Batman. He is a fifth-degree black belt in jiu-jitsu. And we spoke about a lot of the social media posting he's been doing. He's still fighting, but he's fighting not only in the rink, he's fighting on behalf of Israel. And he's also a very interesting guy, although all tattooed up. He observes Shabbat and puts on tefillin every day and is a real proud, proud Jew. We spoke about that a lot as well. And also kind of tips for us in the diaspora of what we can do to protect ourselves and not be easy targets to anti-Semitism. He shares this crazy story how he was stabbed six times and still was able to chase down his assailant and gives us some really good lessons from that. Take a listen. Okay, welcome to the Wildscast and welcome my guest Chaim Ghazali. Chaim, welcome. Hey. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Shalom of Racha. Baruch Haba. Uh, Chaim is nicknamed the Israeli Batman. We'll get into that a little later. But he is a, I was going to say retired, but he's not really retired. Uh, Israeli martial artist and a professional Bellator MMA fighter. Um, Chaim is a fifth degree Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt and also the first Israeli to compete in the bare knuckle fighting championship. What is the bare knuckle fighting championship? What is that? So bare knuckle, it's uh, you know the, the, when the boxing started in, the, in like in the world, it was bare knuckle. Uh huh. There was never glove. Right. So then they invited, you know, they, they put the glove and it's become the boxing one. We all know. So now there's a couple of organization in the world that wanted to bring the boxing to to to, to its roots. You know, uh-huh. like where, like how it began. So it's bare knuckle. So now bare knuckle, you punch somebody. Or you break your hand or you break his face. So <laughs> oh, gosh. you cannot do right. I guess that... the combination that you're doing yeah, in boxing, you I know, mean... the movement, because every punch is like breaking your hand. Right. So, so I guess there, I, I guess there was a reason they put the gloves on. And Chaim, you also served in the IDF as part of the Israeli Border Police. Call a vote to you on your service. Yeah, border, border, border Patrol. Border, border Patrol. Patrol is a special. Is, yeah, it's a special unit of the police. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to the army, but the army send me to the police, and then you go into the Border Patrol. Very nice. So the Border Patrol now, what you hear about the uh, you know, like West Jerusalem and all the stuff. So yeah, that uh, the places I serve. So first of all, call a vote to you for your service and Thank for you. being such a strong Jewish personage. You know, there's this perception, at least here in the diaspora, I told you I'm coming to you from New York. You're in, where in Israel are you, by the way? I'm in Batyam. Oh, beautiful. So you know, yeah. it's, it's in the yeah. center. It's next to Tel Aviv. Yeah, no, I know Batyam, I'm sure. So there's this perception here in New York, in the States, that Jews are weak. Okay, they were easy targets that won't fight back. No, so, no, 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 not so, anymore. Well, so tell me, do you think that perception is true? And, you know, and what have you, because no. I know you've been working against that your whole life. Yeah. So the history of the world make us weak, like, because all the history of the Jewish people, you know, so everybody think we're weak, but we have the strongest army in the world. It's not the biggest one, but it's the strongest one. So think about it. If the Jewish was like in the size of the United States, <laughs> right. so probably all the world was ours. So. And also, we, you know, you know, the genetic of the Jewish people is to be smart, you know, like uh, they call it, uh, you know, the, how they call it in English, I don't know, but it's Amma Sefer, you know, like. Yeah. People of the book. Uh, yeah, yeah, people of the book, because we love to learn and stuff like that. But today it's different. You know, when I was, 
let's see, go back to the bare knuckle fight. So the bare knuckle fight was in the Holocaust day, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the same day that the Holocaust was, and also on Friday. So I'm, I'm a Shabbat keeper, you know, so I didn't want to fight in Shabbat. Mm-hmm. In Shabbat so, so I told them I want, to, I want to fight in the early, you know, in the beginning, before the Shabbat. Friday. Yeah, Friday, but before, before the Shabbat, you know, like two hours, three hours before. Mm-hmm. And you know what I did? I took the yellow um, again, David, the yellow star of David, and put it on my pants. Wow. So they interviewed me and they said, well, you, you know, it's the Holy Coast and people are going to talk. I said, no, 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 no. You put this yellow star of David on us to show that we are Jewish and we're weak. I'm going to show you we're not weak and not nothing. This is a Jewish sign, and I'm going to show you I'm, I'm a Jewish and I'm strong. And I... Went to the fight. You need to understand. I'm not a boxer. I'm an MMA and a jiu-jitsu fighter. So I went to a boxing fight. Second round, I knocked the guy out. And I showed the world, we are not weak. You know, in my age also, the guy was uh, younger than me, like I think 11 years or something like that. Wow. So, so I showed the world, we are not weak anymore. The Jewish people uh, got stronger in you know, after the Holocaust, we got stronger and stronger and stronger. And today we have to keep ourselves, you know, and save ourselves and fight for our yeah. rights. And nobody can say we're weak anymore. Now, and I, I will tell you something, Chaim. It, it's not that it's not just that we're not weak anymore. We, we never started weak. We started strong. If you study and I know, you know, the books of Tanakh yeah. and David HaMelech and and all of the prophets, we were very strong. If you look at. Chumash and the Nevi'im, Ketuvim, Tanakh, we became weak when we were sent out of Israel and we went into the Galut. And and, yeah. and now we're back in Israel. So, you know, looks like there's a... I just think there's a lot of connection between the land of Israel and now people and state of Israel and strength. It's just that I, I think, I think unfortunately in the diaspora, a lot of people don't feel that same kind of strength. You know? But um, we appreciate the work you. You know, doing. when I was when I was when I was in New York, uh, I went to train the. It's called the Legion. Yeah, yeah. You know the Legion. Yeah. I interviewed. So I interviewed I the head. The, yeah. I interviewed the head of the Legion. Great guy. So I trained them a couple of times, you know, and I saw nobody weak. <laughs> Everybody want to be strong, and I'm talking about you know, New York Jewish, not not an Israeli one. Right. Israeli one. Cannot be weak anymore. Everybody is over strong. Everybody is like a mini gunster, you can call it, you know, but <laughs> everybody's like tough over here. We have to be tough, you know. We have to, you know, we have like 24 7 war. We're fighting all the time, mm-hmm. you know. We can, they can come from the north, they can come from the south, they can, you know. So we have to keep ourselves like, and we have to be strong. Have you have you given up on uh, on peace with the Palestinians, or do you think it's still a possibility? No, no, I, no, no. I said something. I'm saying that in Hebrew because I start a lot of politics now, because obviously I'm going to retire in a couple of years, not now. But so I start politics and stuff. I said something like that. I don't like no. I don't like. I don't like. Don't like the Arab. I don't care. If you want to live in peace, throw that. Throw up the. You know. Take the weapon, throw them, throw them to the garbage, build like a community, build like malls, build like border, you know, everything. Yeah, schools, stuff like that. And that's it. We live together. I don't care if Arab guy could come to Israel and dance with me in a club. I don't care. He's 
Arab or I don't, you know, mm-hmm. I don't care about that. But they need to stop, you know, to say, okay, we want to live in peace. Right. You know, but they don't want to live in peace because if they want to live in peace, they're going to take all the money that they're getting from the world and build, like, like I said, schools, you know, build malls, build like, uh, you know, building, new building, you know, build, build themselves, you know. But they don't want to do that no. because the Hamas is like, this is, is uh, you know, it's, to, to, to keep the people like that, you know, because then the people is in uh, control, you know. Yeah, and you saw it last week with the, the the, the, with Islamic Jihad. I mean, if all of the money that they spent on those rockets, I mean, I don't know what the what the price is, but those rockets, even if they're not terribly accurate, I mean, half of them didn't even fall in Israel. <coughs> but and it's nothing because the Hamas got, you know, like five times or ten times more rocket than them. You know, mm-hmm. keep the take the money. Give it to the community. Build your community. Yeah, you know you cannot teach people. You know I got a lot of videos and I'm posting it all the time to take like children and and tell them we must kill Jewish. Are you crazy? Right. You know you think Israeli family gonna say to kids we need to kill somebody? Never. It's gonna never gonna happen. Yeah. You know why you do that? You know because the their government. I don't know if it's a government. You know the Hamas is like keeping it like that. Because then the you know the people in control, you know, they want to do something. Ah, the Jewish is like Israel is a uh, blame, you know. Let's fight Israel, you know. And then Israel bombed them. All the world said, "Oh, Israel is killing innocent people. We don't kill no innocent people." They put the children inside of uh, where's the rockets? There's children. They put the rockets in schools, you know, stuff like that. So what do you want? What do you want? We're gonna say it like uh, in the Holocaust, and we're gonna get it? No, 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 not no. So that's what I'm saying all the time. You want peace? It's going to be peace. You want to kill me? We're going to kill you back. Yeah. So the answer is to put, but I don't the answer like, is to put down the weapons, you're saying, and spend, yeah. spend the money on building your hospitals, your mosques, your schools. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean. You know, gardens, you know, the streets going to be nice. You know, but you saw like what happened the after the, you saw what happened after the, um, the Gush Katif or whatever you want to call it, the evacuation, when the 7,500 Jewish people that were living there, they left some very nice things for, you know, our Arab neighbors to, and they burnt them down because they were, Yeah, it's just unfortunate because. Let me ask you, let me ask you something else. Yeah. We have the, I don't know how to, to call this place, you know, keep, uh, uh, the, well, the, what is the name? Uh, Arabite, how do they call it? In yeah, the Temple Mount. The Temple Mount. Temple Mount. Temple Mount. Yeah, yeah, Temple Mount. We have the Temple Mount. Okay, this is a place that only for to all religious, yeah? yeah? Like it's a place only for us, only for you. Why do you care if we go pray there? You know, we go pray there, they want to kill us. Yeah. I don't know. This is a. You know, I just you know, went, Chaim, I just went with my group. I brought 50 people from MGE. MGE, by the way, if you may not be familiar, where an organization, 20s and 30s in New York City, all different types of Jewish people. We went to Israel. We went to Hebron, to Marat HaMachpelah. And it's amazing because we went in and they said, you know, where is Ishmael buried? Where is like, because they have, it's a site that we share with the Muslims, Marat HaMachpelah. And I remember years ago, we came one day when there's one day where it's closed to Jews, it's only open to Arabs, but somehow they're sharing it. You know, it's kind of working. A little. Um, a little, a little, a little, a little. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying, you know. 
if there's a places that only for all the religions, we need to be together. You pray, we pray. You cannot kill somebody because he's praying, know. you know, or, or do like, uh, you know, and, and if you see the video, they don't care about the mask. They go with their shoes inside, taking rocks, and this is the, the only place. Come on, yeah. you know. But that's what I'm saying. So if if you want peace, we need to live together. We need to 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 be together. Yeah, your son. Let me. I'm just switching back to your fighting. Uh, your son Aviv is, uh, I'm told, also an MMA fighter. Is that true? Yeah, he's 20, 21 oh, years old. Mm-hmm. He's a MMA fighter. He's signing a Bellator organization oh, wow. in the states. He used to be living in New York, but now he came back to Israel. Uh, did, did you encourage? And, did you uh, encourage him to do that? Were you supportive or not really? No, think about it. He grew up in a place that we train all day. We go into competition like in Vegas, in New York, in Miami, every place we travel all Europe. And he was a kid, and he you know he grew up in into this. It's not like I told him, yeah, you have to be a fighter. Right. I don't care, don't be a fighter. I told him one time, to be a fighter, it's most it's more hard than to study, because here to be a fighter, you need to study, but you need your body and your mind to do what you study. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like I'm studying and remember that. I need to do that also. And last fight, he broke his Ooh. leg. And now he's recovering. Yeah. Is it hard to watch him fight? You know, use your son. Yeah, it's 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 harder it's harder to watch your son fighting than I'm fighting. I don't find him. I don't care. I'm going to the fight, go inside the cage or the ring. I don't care. I don't think about nothing. Just fighting. But when you see your son, and you cannot do something, you know, standing outside, so it's it's hard. Very that, that hard. cannot be easy. Well, you should have a lot of nachas, a lot of joy. You know. You know that word nachas is yeah. a special word just for parents. The joy that only a parent could experience from their children. So you should have a lot of nachas, Chaim. Um, you know, he obviously so. looks up to you or else he probably wouldn't have done this. <laughs> you know, um, I, I heard this crazy story that you were stabbed six times and you somehow still managed to chase after your assailant. Can, can you tell what, what happened there? What was that whole uh, so because of my fighting career, so I, I need to, you know, I need to make money also. So in a day, I need to, f- to train. So what I did, I start to be a bouncer. Mm-hmm. So I used to, you know, walk at night, uh, train at days. So it was good. One of the nights, you know, they close they, they, they close the club like early, like three o'clock in the morning. Over it's early, you know. So <laughs> close the club. I was sitting down inside with the owner. And then somebody knock on the door. So they only come to, to open the door. I said, oh, no, no, sit down. I'm going to open the door. I open the door. You know, I need to, to go down to take the, the lock because the lock is down, not like a, you know, a regular door. The lock is down because it's like a you know, security mm-hmm. door. So I went down like this, you know, like I opened the door. Suddenly I felt oh. something hit my face and I grabbed the guy, punched him. When I punched him, he, he took the knife up and I slashed you. Took it to the end. Yeah, slashed me. And also my hair. My hair like he cut my hair. Oh my gosh. So I start to punch him and the guy start to run and I'm running after him, but I don't see my hair is like like that and I'm bleeding like every place. So I you know, obviously it was uh, faster than me, so I came back to the club and the guy told the owner told me, Why are you crazy? Look at you. Let's go to the hospital. And then I went to the hospital. The 
I did like six surgery in like a couple of years Ooh. in my mm. hand because the hand like he cut all the nerves in the hand, all the part that moving the hand. I don't know. That, the that, was, that was from the knife or from when you hit him? Your hand. Hit him inside the knife. Oh. Like he, he put his hand like that and the knife was like, I don't see the knife. I just punched him like a couple of times right. and it's cut me. And also two plastic surgery. Fix my face because my ear was like that. Today you cannot see nothing. It looked like normal, everything normal, but it was a hard oh, time. Gosh. And then I like I couldn't train anymore. I couldn't fight anymore for a couple of years. Like couple at of least years, five or six oh, years. I'm so yeah. sorry. Because every surgery was like after couple after like seven months. You can you cannot do surgery after after surgery. So they they want to see if it's the surgery. Right. You know, success. Right. success. Yeah, no, and it was like that and. After seven months, another surgery, and also the surgery didn't do the job good, and another one, another one, another one, and until my end. But today I don't feel the end, so like I'm no, I don't feel the end. Like you're fine, thank God. So. But was it a was it an Arab? Or was it a, another Israeli? You don't know who it was. No, you cannot you know. know. You run away. Wow, is there something no. that you can that we, you know, people listening to this? You're obviously a tough guy. You've been trained. You're jiu-jitsu expert. You know, what is it? A uh, fifth degree Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. Okay, most of us are not jiu-jitsu black belts. What would you suggest, just because there has been more anti-Semitism in New York, what do you suggest? You think people should take Legion training courses? Um, and any People need to train. Mm-hmm. People need to train uh, self-defense. I don't care what self-defense they're going to know. They're going to go study. I don't care if it's jiu-jitsu, MMA, you know, uh, uh, Muay Thai, you know, karate. I don't Krav care. Maga. Oh, Do you like Krav Maga? Krav Maga. You know, you know Krav Maga is a, it's a, Krav Maga is a, it's, it's not a, like martial art. It's a self-defense mm-hmm. system. What does that mean? Because martial arts, you study all kinds of stuff. And you study how to fight uh, uh, Krav Maga just to take care of yourself in the in the in the, in the moment that the attack happening. So you like block and attack immediately, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And you go away. You don't want to be a fight like I'm fighting somebody and punching people. You know, it's very it's very practical for the block punch, punch and, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, we offered some Krav Maga at MJE. We're continuing to do that. Uh, we have some Krav Maga classes here just because. There was a lot of anti-Semitism last summer in New York and, and people, you know, it was the first time, it was the first time I sat down with my children and I said, what, you know, we discussed, I have three boys, uh, three boys and a girl. And we talked about what do we do about the kippah? And all three of my boys said, well, I'm not taking off the kippah. I said, fine, but then you have to either have to carry something around, you have to get mace or something because things were happening. Um, Yeah. Thank God things have gotten a little better. Also that, uh, you know, also it, it's uh, something to do, you know, take like a mace, a couple of like uh, self-defense uh, stuff that they sell in the States. I don't know if it's legal in New York. Like, so even mace you cannot right. buy in New York. Now, right. You know, because I was in New York, I wanted to bring the pepper gel right. to Israel, you know, because there's no pepper gel in Israel, only mace. It's not legal over, over there. I tried to over, order from Amazon even. No, you cannot order it. So there's a lot of a lot of stuff that you can, you know, when I'm teaching self-defense, I said, even your bag, your school bag can be a weapon when somebody attack you. Even your hat, my hat, like somebody attack me, I can boom, 
right. you know, throw the hat to his face and run right. away, you know, because when you do something with your, you know, with the the, 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 the hat, so the guy is going to do something, you know, because then he run away. Everything to do just to run away from the place, you know, because he cannot know if you are strong enough to fight if you're not a fighter, you know, strong enough to fight, strong enough to take care of yourself in a situation like that. So we do something and run away. Right. And also when you run away, scream, scream that everybody's going to hear it, you know? No, thank you. That's very helpful. And, and why do you relate so much to Batman? They call you the Israeli Batman. What is it about Batman? Because I have, by the way, when you're finished, yeah. I have some very beautiful Torah about Batman. I'll, I'll give you in a minute, but I want to hear what you have to say so, first. So I, I, I was a kid. I liked the, the character, you know, Batman when I was a kid. Uh, when uh, the, the first Batman came out in 89, with uh, Jack Nicholson stuff, I was living in New York. So we said, let's go to the cinema to see Batman, you know, Batman. And when I saw this Batman in 89, that's it. <laughs> I find myself, you know, like, you know, like the character and like collecting stuff. And then I find myself like, you know, when I was a bouncer. So I find myself like walking every night with black clothes, <laughs> right. you know, stopping Criminal, right. and I'm not a right. cop, right. you know, with all gadgets that I used to buy, you know, like all kind of gadgets, like maces and like light and, you know, like, uh, I don't know, I've got a lot of gadgets, you know, like in Taser uh, and stuff like that. So the character like built into me and I start to, you know, when I start to do tattoo, so I did that one Batman tattoo, I got Batman tattoo, and I have like, I don't know how many Batman tattoos. <laughs> yeah. So they asked me the same question you mm-hmm. asked me before I went to a battle to fight. So they asked you before the fights, you know, stuff. So then the people, the other call it the announcer can say stuff about you, you know, on TV. So when I went to the ring, so Mike Gober said, the Israeli Batman. <laughs> so it's stuff. So now I'm the I Israeli love Batman. I love it. And, but you know why, uh, well, Chaim, do you know why Batman is the is such a Jewish uh, comic book figure. Why? He, why is he more Jewish than Superman? Because first of all, he start uh, the the most uh, how do call it? Uh, the name in English also the the most uh, detective. No, what well, is the name? I don't remember the name. Uh, the smart detective or yeah. something like that. So Batman uses his head to solve yeah. stuff. Batman uses. You know, he's a smart guy, obviously. He built all him by himself. So that's the way he's, like, you know, taking care of the, all the problem and stuff like that. And also he's a jiu-jitsu fighter. You know, that is a movie that make him a jiu-jitsu right. fighter, but no. And the reality is it was, it was a, he studied jiu-jitsu. Yeah. If you see the old Batman. Yeah, like, yeah no, I've seen, I've seen all jiu-jitsu. the Batmans. The reason I think, though, is because Superman, all of his powers, he has supernatural powers. Superman is a little more like a Jesus figure, if you think about it. Because think about what Christianity teaches. Christianity believes that people, because of original sin, we're tainted. Our personalities are completely um, tainted so that we can't save ourselves. So they have to send, they have to send Jesus. They have to send somebody. That's what Superman was. Superman was sent from another planet to save a people incapable of saving themselves. And by the way, what was Superman's father in all the movies? His name was Kel-El, which is the Hebrew name for God. Kal-El. Okay. And they sent yeah. him. And if you see some of the Superman, like there's like a halo around him. He never does anything wrong. He's perfect. He looks perfect. Batman. 
Batman gets beat up. He has a dark side. He had that experience with the bats. And he uses human powers. Like you said, his intellect, right? His yeah. money. He's a wealthy guy. That's why he's a Jewish person, because he uses his money and his brains to be able to fight. And yeah. he's, got, he's got a Yetzirah. He's got a very healthy Yetzirah, Batman. Superman has no Yetzirah, right? Like he's Jesus. Like he's this perfect person. So anyway. You know, if you saw the, the, the last movie of Superman, said if Superman is a god. Uh, you know, in the last, right. like, the like couple of movies. That's what they say over there. You know, that's, then, then Batman said, I need to stop him if you saw the movie. <laughs> and then, so that's also Alfred told him, no, but it's good. No, no, no. But if it's good, going to be evil. Uh, right. Happen, you know, if Superman going to be evil. It. Then we're all finished. Happen. I need to right. stop him. Yeah, so that's yeah. Uh, no, but like, he's much more relatable, I think, as a superhero to people, because he's not perfect. Um, you know, so all right. So that, thank you for explaining that about Batman. I that that helps me a lot. Um, tell me about. Let's go back to your social media because I know you've been doing more social media to spread awareness about Israel and the conflict. Um, what do you think Israel should do about its PR problem? I and mean, we have such smart PR people, and and Israel still. I mean, I saw a commercial after all the rocket attacks, but I don't know how many people saw this commercial that Israel is responding to attacks by Islamic Jihad or before from Hamas. But people don't think that there was... Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. It's not Israel. It's us, the citizens. We saw where the government failed. So we start to do stuff by, by ourselves, you know? Because I'm talking about myself. I'm mm -hmm. posting. In English, in, I'm taking video from all kinds of places. You know, I got like 500 groups in my phone, you know, that people send me stuff and stuff, and I'm publishing. Like me, there's a couple of hundred of Israeli that care, famous people that care, you know, famous people that said, we need to save this stuff because all the world think we are bad and we are not bad. Suddenly we're standing over here, it's our country. We want to live over here. We don't care to live in peace. So we need to do that. So we we start to do that. So in this, the last, I don't call mm -hmm. it war, not war, but the last last time, we succeed because the world yeah. believe us. So the movie, so the stuff, the explanation that we send, the, the all the the people. And let me do something. The the the, the Muslim people, the millions yeah. of people. You know. So you know how many times they block me Facebook or Instagram. For month, two months, because all the people like, you know, like sending the message, uh, this guy is like doing violation, violation. They block me. And nobody gonna break me. You can block me, but no break me. So I'm continuing, continuing. That's oh, what happened. Cold last cold. I, I think I think it made a difference. But nobody helped us. Nobody helped us. Nobody in the government care. Nobody in the government just talking. They're talking and talking, talking, but don't do nothing. Yeah, we sent the video, you don't send no video. We took the video from all kind of group, you know, with all kind of stuff. People that with the phone and stuff like that, you know. We took it. And why took it and why like, why why do you why wouldn't the, the government do this? Why wouldn't they hire like the best PR firm, the best social media firm? It is Israel, such a advanced, high tech country. Why wouldn't the government do this? I don't know because they're they're not I I, stupidity. I I remember Netanyahu sometimes was pretty good. He used to get on TV. And he used to. Yeah, but you cannot be one man and do that all over the world. You cannot be one man and go to the TV. You need hundreds of people because they're using thousands of people. They don't care. 
look at uh, Bella Hadid. She posts in lies and lies, and all the world believe her. She got like a couple of millions followers, of uh, yeah. followers. What I have, like uh, 100,000, yeah. you know, like all to get all my media is like three, 300,000. It's nothing. She got like, I don't know, 50 million in, right. in one account. And she's spreading lies, you know. So we start to spread the truth, you know, and the truth and the truth and the truth. We don't lie. We don't need to lie. You know, we don't have what to lie. But if you're going to see the response, everybody said, yeah, you lie. You're killing uh, right. children. You what is really going to kill children? Come on. What is really going to kill children? Are we crazy? If you put the children when you fire a rocket and some other Israeli rocket fell in the, the same place, what do you want to, to happen? And, you know, and you could see the army is like sending them message. We're going to bomb this place. Right. Evacue right. the you place if you have warning. innocent people. Evacue the place. Yeah. Tell Bella Hadid to post that. What harm in the world? I want to see in the U.S. If Mexico shut the, the U.S., shutting rocket in the U.S., you know? If somebody crossed the border, they shouldn't. And the peace together. They live in peace. Nobody can, you know, Mexican and American can go together. And they're going to shoot them. Think about it. I'm talking about missile. Come on. What country in the world can no live country like would do it. What country in the world, you know? Right. So that's what I said in the yeah. beginning. You want peace? You have to take the weapon, throw it in the garbage, and say we want to live in peace. Because he cannot break Israel, because we are a strong country. We have a strong army. We're not going to put no weapon, because we have, like, all around us, you know, a country that don't like us. If everybody likes us, okay. You know, but nobody likes us. So, at least the Palestinians, throw their weapon, live together. You're going to have jobs. You're going to have, you know, everything. That's what I'm saying. So if you tell me if I'm right, you know, in politics, I'm right or left, I don't think I'm not right and not left. I think I'm uh, using my brain, you know? You want to live together? We need to live together. You want to kill me? I'm going to kill you back. Nobody's going to kill us and I'm going to sit down. That's it. There's no more weak Jewish that waiting to, to be killed. It's not going to happen. You kill, you want to fight, I'm fighting back. You don't want to fight one piece? You can come to Tel Aviv, go with me in a bar, sit down, be friends. I'm going to go over there to the markets, buy stuff for the family. I don't care. So what I think about the politics also, that become, it's become right, left, right, left. It's bullshit. You know why? Because they're saving the war. They want to be war. And their side and our side. Because if there's no war and peace, there's no left and no right. You know, everybody needs to live together. But they can't. They need something to be, to, you know, to be the ruler. So now they left, bomb, you know, go to the war, the last war. Ah, wow, we save Israel, we save Israel. When the right do that, wow, we save Israel, we save Israel. And nobody said no Israel. Stop with the war, be pissing everybody, and that's it. Yeah. So nobody understand me in politics. You know, it's, it's hard for me to explain. No, it no, you also. But nobody understand, nobody understand me. Because sometimes I'm going to do, I'm going to post something about that, and sometimes I'm going to post right. something about that because I want the truth. And the truth mm -hmm. is out. You know, people cannot deal with the truth. So I'm getting a lot of uh, hate messages, you know, from all, all, of, all over the world, also from Israeli people. But I don't tell me a little about your, um, your religious background. I know you're an extremely proud Jew. And you like to put on tefillin. I know that's like one of the mitzvah that you like to champion. What is it about the tefillin that, that inspires you? 
First of all, I start uh, after after the bar mitzvah. You know, I never used the the feeling until I was like in 2000, I think. 2000, I had a fight in New York. I lost the fight. I was with my friend, if you know him, Benny oh, Elbaz. Sure. He's a religious, yeah. yeah, religious. He's a singer, one of the one of the famous one. So he's my friend. So after that, we met in uh, Manhattan. You know, when go together to his friend's house and stuff like that. So I told him I, I lost. He said, you know why? I don't you know. You have to take the tefillin and stuff. I told him, I don't have tefillin even. So I'm going to buy one. And if you're going to buy me, I'm going to use it all my life. After a week, he, he sent me with somebody a tefillin and I start using it. And I like to read. So I'm reading the Bible. I'm reading other stuff. My wife is, uh, when I got married, so my wife is like saving Shabbat. So I start to save Shabbat, you know, Beautiful. Save Shabbat with her, and this is our religion. That this is the the stuff that make us Jewish, that make us together, you know. And that what happened in Israel that people start stop to understand that we have a background from the day that God created the world. Come on, we, to, you know. So people start to understand that. So I'm trying to bring them, you know, to to tell this uh, stuff to people. But they use it because I have tattoos. So they told me, ah, Jewish people don't have tattoos. I'm, I'm the Jewish of the 2000, I'm saying. <laughs> I just realized for the first time, Chaim, because you moved your chin up. So now that's what I see. I couldn't tell what that was under your, that's the Batman. The bat sign. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, yeah, listen, you don't see, it's funny, there was somebody from MJE who was putting on his fill-in and he rolled up his sleeve and he also, he had a, a tattoo, you know, and right. So traditionally we don't have tattoos. He had a tattoo from before and somebody in the synagogue had never seen a Jew with a tattoo putting on tefillin. So you're, I mean, I actually think it's a good sign that people who are, I'm not saying whatever it is about tattoos. We know what the Torah says about tattoos. Um, but I think it's a good sign that people, who have tattoos who may not have been raised, you know, with you know, dati to have been raised religious are putting on tefillin. Not only tefillin, it's also saving the Shabbat. It's like it's like doing kiddush every Friday, and after the kiddush, uh, you know, after the Shabbat is uh, uh, doing the prayer and everything. You know, it's it's not I don't know the name of the praise, you know, of the, of the name of it in English, all this stuff, but Beautiful. we're doing everything. No, when I'm Protecting a religious guy, so nobody understands me because they see the the, 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 the tattoos. So like, what is this guy? You know, look at him. But suddenly they understand that I'm more Jewish than a Jewish guy. Because I believe where we came from and what we've been through. Because, uh, you know, I'm over there. That's why every stuff of my T-shirt got the style of David. Every hat got the blue and white. You know, every fight I'm going with the... You know the flag, the Israeli flag. I'm going with its seat also to a fight. I'm going with the Star of David hat all the time. All the sign of the Jewish, the Jewish signs. I'm all, all over it. Kol so, yeah. so when I'm protecting protecting religious guys, you know, like uh, Haredi guys, nobody understands. Who is this guy? What do you want? You have tattoo. What are you talking about? <laughs> For what? <laughs> Make me less Jewish than somebody else? No. Well, color covered. We I'm going to go up. Maybe God going to say, God <laughs> going to forget me for about for the tattoo because I'm doing a lot of stuff with the Jewish people. I believe he's going to say, oh, okay, the tattoo, it's okay. Well, you let me know after 120. <laughs> let me know. Yeah. Oh. I'm, all, I'm 
I'm almost over there. I'm 50. Oh, you're a young man. You see it's amazing mean? you're still fighting, though. You're still fighting. I'm a young man. Depends, too. Well, to me. For, to me. For, for me, to I'm me. old. All, it's all relative. <laughs> for me, I'm old. Uh, let me ask you. So I'm fighting because, you know, because I'm fighting because my body is still in, in good condition. I, I don't feel like I'm old, right. you know. I'm feeling like I'm a child. Just the toys become uh, expensive, you know. <laughs> Like when you're a child, you buy toys, it's uh, cheap. But when you grow up, the toys become uh, yeah. expensive. But you're still a child, yeah. you know? Everybody's right. a child inside. Right. I hear you. Uh, one last question, Chaim. And I really, I thank you for your time. This has been amazing. You're, you're amazing. You're a big, yeah, no, you're a big inspiration. Thank you. Um, I don't know if you see this book right behind you. It's called The 40-Day Challenge. Right over here, I'm pointing to it. Well, I cannot see. No, I cannot see nothing. It's all like... Uh, yeah. Can you see it now? Okay, yeah. so it's got a little guy with a ladder, little guy climbing up the ladder. It's called the 40-Day Challenge. So so I'll teach you something quick. We know, we know, of course, you know Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. So from Rosh Chodesh Elul, which is starting in about two weeks, uh, August 27th, from Rosh Chodesh Elul, you have 40 days from Rosh Chodesh Elul till Yom Kippur. And I have a lot of Torah in here that explains that those 40 days were specifically given to the Jewish people to prepare. Right? We shouldn't just walk into Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and just imagine, you know, you hear the shofar and all of a sudden you're inspired. It, you know, we don't, it doesn't work that way. And I know you ready. have to get ready. So nobody knows this better than, uh, you know, an athlete, a trainer, someone, you know, you're not only an athlete yourself, but you've trained other people. What is the best way that you prepare for a fight or that you can help other people prepare for something important in their life? Because that's really what this book is about. First of all, I'll be talking about the, men the mental side of the training. So when I'm training, you know, my body's trained, but, but, but you have to train your head, your brain, the same way you train your muscle, because the brain is like a muscle. You need to train them. So if, you go, if I'm going to a fight and I start to think about the fight, so my head is starting to think and think and think before the fight, in, in the, the moment when fighting, like, when I'm training and I'm thinking about the fight, so your head is going to start running away. And when you start to think, you think and think and think, and, and you think stuff that's never going to happen even because your brain is running away. It's called like a monkey head. Mm -hmm. We breathe. We, I'm taking stuff like if I'm afraid of something or like thinking about something, that's, I'm writing it down on a, on a paper. And then I'm looking at the problem, and I said, okay, I'm afraid to go into the ring. What do I have to afraid to do? And I'm writing it. Why do I have to afraid to go inside the ring? You know, it's nothing. I know how to fight. And then I'm, I'm like giving answer to the stuff that I'm afraid of them. And then like that, I'm preparing myself. And then you know how to think because your head, your, your brain, start, you study them, how to teach your brain to take, like, to take the stuff and like, you know, and take him and make him a part of it, not something that you're afraid of it. And I studied that like five years, so it's, it's hard to explain it in English. But I'm, I'm, I'm training my head, my brain, the same way I'm training my muscle. Very, very important. The whole mindset. There's no question. You know, uh, it's funny. BD Deutsch. Do you know BD? She's like the fastest runner in Israel the fastest female runner in Israel. And she's a Dati. She's a very religious woman, young woman in her, say her early to mid thirties. She has six kids, Bliain Hara, and she's fast. And I asked her, 
How does it change the way you run that you believe in Hashem and that you are, you know, she wears a, a clothing that is sniyut, that's modest. And she's like a very, you know, she's a great role model for young Jewish girls. And she said to me, and may, maybe this, uh, may, I don't know if this resonates with you or not, but she said to me, because I believe in God, when I think, when I'm running, and when I train, and I do the best thing I can do, and I still lose, I don't feel so bad because I know I put my best foot forward. I did everything I could do. I trained properly. I ate properly. I did everything I could do. The rest is in Hashem's hands. I can't control everything. If you think you can control everything, then you're going to beat yourself up for everything that goes wrong. And I think, I don't know if, if that, I don't yeah. know, you know, because the mind can play tricks on you that I'm not good enough. Or, that's what I said. That's why yeah. That's why I'm writing them down. If, you know, if I think I'm not good enough, so I'm writing them down. I see that. I see the problem in the paper, you know, like in the, I see, I write it. So I said, I'm not good enough. Wait, I'm training like 10, like six hours a day. I can be, I cannot, how can I be not yeah. good enough? You know, wait, I studied from when I was six years old. I started martial arts. This guy, what? You know, and that's how I'm controlling my mind. I'm controlling it. But I see the problem in front of my eyes. When you don't see the problem and you start thinking about it, your head is yeah. like, yeah. like that. That's the, the, that's the way I use it. But, you know, so, if I lose, I'm not losing. I'm just learning, <laughs> you know, oh. to be better. You know, and, and ask me once, what is the, your best fight? So I, I said, every fight that I lose, it was my best wow. fight. Because then I learn. Then I understand what I need to improve myself, how to be a, a, have to be a better fighter and a better human being because I lost the fight and then I know what's the problem with me. So every, the, the best fight I had is only the, the, I don't know, like six fights I lost, six or five, I don't remember even. But, you know, there's a beautiful line in Tanakh that says, Sheva Tzadiki Pol Vikam. Seven times does the Tzadik fall and gets up. But the falling is part of learning. That's such an important lesson. Yeah, of course. You know, they, they said they weren't... You know, also, also... No, please. No, no, okay. No, I said we used to talk about the Batman also. Why are yeah. we fall? <laughs> we learn to take ourselves yeah. up, you know, up. But yeah, of course, you have to lose in your life to be a better man. Nobody can win all the time. We have to lose. And when you lose, you're learning about yourself more than you well, win, you know? You know? Add wins like you, a you know, they said Thomas Edison, you know, uh, the famous inventor, Thomas Edison, when he was trying to invent the alkaline battery and he failed so many times. So a reporter said, what did it feel like to fail? He said, I never failed once. I just found the 9000 ways it won't work. <laughs> yeah, same. so in jujitsu, you have the, this, the sen- like the sentence that you said, we're not losing, we're learning. I can win and learn. I, I cannot lose. Line. Because when you lose, you're learning, you know. So that's the the, the sentence. I can win or learn. The other the, the other thing yeah. I heard on that yeah. was from a great rabbi. He said, "You ever watch a baby trying to learn how to walk? How many times does the baby fall? And yet the baby keeps getting up. So why isn't the baby after a, I don't know how many times it? You know, it's cute to watch them little. They look like little drunk little drunk people, you know, and keeps getting up and falling down because the baby somehow naturally intuits that if it's ever going to walk it has to just keep getting back up so i uh 
That's the way of life. The way of life. It's not um, losing; it's learning. That's a great line. Chaim, thank you. Any? Uh, do you have any questions for thank your brothers you. and sisters in New York? <laughs> I love you all. Don't be afraid of nobody. If you somebody trying to say something, kick his ass. <laughs> okay. I hear you, man. I, we are, and you remind us of that. <laughs> no, we need reminders of that because you know, you know, we're people of the book. We're smart. We're accountants. You know. We're strong, smart and yeah. strong. Smart and strong. Smart and strong. You know, now in in the old day, in the my old like I'm old today. So when I'm fighting, I'm fighting with the brain, not with the with my muscle, you know. My condition is not good like I was young, so I'm using my head and I'm using my brain out to win. You know, so every fight also the bare knuckle one. We like study the guy. We knew what to do. We make a plan, and I learned the plan. And I won, I won the fight because of my brains, my brain, not because of my muscle. Wow. Because well, Hashem should bless you with continued good health. You should have Thank nachas. You. you have two children, not just. I only mentioned one, right? You have another child. No, I've I've uh, one my child like, and two of Beautiful. my wife's child. That is my the, the, yeah, my child. So the three, same, the, the, like the same, all Beautiful. of them together. Yeah. So so it's for me. It's three. Free child. Beautiful. You should have um, Harvey yeah. Nachas. Everybody's, uh, all of them, as if all of them in, in the martial oh, arts wow. training. You know, yeah. <laughs> you got a whole, I, I, I can't imagine what your Shabbat uh, dinner table is like with all the martial arts experts sitting around. <laughs> they argue all the time, the kids argue. Nah, this, right. uh, this, oh. As long as, as long as Every they don't Friday, fight. It's the, the as same argument. get on the table. And... No, no fight. But, but it's the same argue, you know, because it's, I have like the, the, the Aviv is like 21, so he has his own house, he's living by himself, and the two kids. So the one is like 16 and one is 14. So they argue all day. So <laughs> it's a girl and a, a boy and a girl. They argue about everything. So Friday night, it's the well, argue. They wouldn't hours, be, they, know? I'm doing right, the Kiddush, they, and then they argue. <laughs> like after right. the Kiddush, that's it. You know, when I'm stopping, blessing everything, we bring the wine, do the, the bread. And then they start arguing. You know, it's like a the, the bell, like the, like the bell, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, the, yeah, the bell. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't be you wouldn't be Israelis yeah. if you weren't arguing all the time, <laughs> or Jews. Two Jews, three yeah. opinions. You know that. Yeah. Even one <laughs> Jew today is uh, three opinion. You know, so you should have a lot of nachas from them, and Hashem should bless you with continued success. Thank you. You should continue to fight with your Thank mind, you. with your body. You know, not just in the ring, but continue for the Jewish people because we appreciate it. Chaim, we really do. It's uh, you're you. doing a great thing for the Jewish people. Keep you because you do have a big platform. A couple of hundred thousand is big. It's a lot bigger than I have, that's for sure. And you should keep using it. Not that big to the yeah, world, okay. but you know, I'm, I'm I'm getting there. I'm I'm fighting all day. I'm fighting also, you know, to to spread the yeah. truth. So a lot of people start following me. You know, I got like videos, like seven and a half million video uh, uh, view. You know, so I'm I'm getting there. So if I got to seven seven and a half million people watch one video of mine, so I'm 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 getting there. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm gonna Hashem. be there. Hashem. Kol kavod to you. Thank you so much for coming Thank on. You. I really appreciate your time and just thank you, thank you for having me and everything you do.